This is Michelle. This is Mia. And this is Cassie. And, and we know what you did on Fear Street. I don't have a lot of comments on this one, though. Surprisingly, I don't have a lot of notes. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Do you have, like, millions of notes? I have notes about the cover. I have... Oh, my God. Look, I... Yes, I have notes. But <laughs> I feel like they might be the same notes over and over again. Yeah. It was the same thing over and over again? It's yeah. a Fear Street book. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> My comment, uh, my very first comment is sort of my running comment throughout this book. So I just had, I was very much a whodunit on this. I was like, yeah, all right, it's this person. No, it's this person. So this yeah. is what happened. This is what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, my first comment about this book is, if there are no actual werewolves in this book, I am going to drive to New York City, punch Arl <laughs> Stein in the face, go see Mean Girls on Broadway if I can get tickets, and then drive home. Honestly, I feel like you should have done that anyway. Yeah, for many, <laughs> well, many, many things. Well, I can. I'll, I'll see. I'll see how I feel. But... <laughs> Honest- you're making like a tally of all the things you're punching him in the face for and then after you punch him in the face you can just throw the list down yeah yeah <laughs> punch him like a hundred times and be like these are the reasons yeah can we write a book with you right yeah. <laughs> or can we write a book without you and just use your like yeah. stuff yeah your copyright yeah can we use your characters and settings and yeah yeah backstory exactly. Exactly. We have the pain of the Fear Street series. Yes, yeah. we would be so good at it. It's true, it's true. Just give it to us, Bob! <laughs> I have more fanfic that I want after this book, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have less. Really? <laughs> yes, I'm not a fan of, these, of this. Really? No. I kind of loved it. I like this. I, I kind of loved, loved it. I don't want my Fear Street to be like mysteries and like, you know, not werewolves. Uh, I've been wanting this. I've been desperately. This is like, it's like fucking Chekhov's werewolf. Because he's been talking about howling and mysterious creatures and people coming out of the woods totally changed. Finally. Finally, we got the werewolves. Finally. How many books have I been asking for this? Like, ten? Thirteen? Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> what are we on now? Is this the fourteenth book? Fourteen, yeah. Yeah. So. This is the fourteenth book. Yeah, so for thirteen books, this is what I've wanted. Well, you got it. Thanks, Bob. But I didn't want it. <laughs> I want real murderers. Dogs. Uh, the ancient evil? Hello? Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's the it's the same thing. Werewolves and vampires are in different categories. Then, like, the ancient evil. I can get down with, like, ancient evil. Let's, uh, let's get this started. How do we start? Talking about the cover? Um, sure. Also, maybe telling people what we're reading. Oh, yeah. We're reading Bad Moonlight. (laughs) We're really good at this. Yeah. We're not new. It's fine. (laughs) We're not new. We're just... (laughs) This is Bad. just us. It's never getting better. I'm no, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> We're reading a super chiller. Uh, the eighth, the eighth. Yeah. I was surprised it was the super chiller, but 
like I had no idea until I got to where it part said part two. one. Oh, it said part <laughs> one, and I was like, parts. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't think I noticed it though. Part two. And I was like, oh wait, is this a super chiller? Nineteen ninety five. So we're like deep. Yeah. Yeah. This but, felt like a nineteen ninety five book. <laughs> the cover is nineteen ninety five. Oh yeah. But I, I want God. both of those outfits. Me too. <laughs> I don't even like purple, and I want the purple outfit. <laughs> I don't even like crushed velvet, but I want the purple outfit. <laughs> okay, uh, the girl on the left. Caroline is, is that Caroline? No, I think that's Danielle because it's, it's the red dress. Oh yeah, but I thought Caroline had the long blonde hair. She yeah, did. The hair's off because I flipped back once they the description, and I was like, "This is not right." She yeah, had, she had a dark hair cut in a bob with like blonde streaks or something. Right, right. Well, she's totally wearing an Alaya. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes! Oh my God! Shit! Well Leave done. It to you, <laughs> clueless into this. It's the right time period. It is the right time period. <laughs> My God, that is 100% that dress. Cher would want to hang out with them because they're in a band and they're edgy and it would be cool. Mm, yeah. Or she would be like totally like not like. She'd be like, I'm, t- she would be like, I'm, ah. Uh, what's it called? like, you're such Barney's. <laughs> I do feel a little bit like this cover is like the poor man's share in D. Little bit. Could be. Little bit. Speaking of Although D. that outfit is way more tie than D. True, true. I don't know. That hat is very Dion. True. That's true. <laughs> but the skirt and the shirt, I can yeah. see tie wearing it. Yeah. And the choker. <laughs> choker. I think I had that choker in 1995. Yeah. I, I think I, we all did. <laughs> Like that. I had a I definitely had a black choker of some sort of heart and yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I had to like check the year though because I couldn't remember exactly what year Coyote Ugly came out. Uh-huh. And, and I was like, what well, later than this? Before obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't I wasn't hundred percent for sure for sure. And um I was like when I first looked at the cover, it's like the first thing I thought was like, did Bob write a coyote? <laughs> because, okay, coyotes, like werewolves, like same thing, singing. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, what's the song in that? Is Can't Fight the Moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see a lot of similarities in like Fair Street books and then things that come after? And you're like, did the person that write that read Fair Street as a kid? Mm-hmm. I feel like they did. Because I always want to blame Bob. But yeah. I just think there are a lot of readers that grew up to do things and they're like, remember that book? Yeah, that I book? mean, it would be better to blame Bob and then be like, he watched Coyote Ugly and was like, why are there no coyotes in this? Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. he wrote this book to be like, I yeah. miss the coyotes, so we're going to give you wolves. I mean, in that case, like, same, Bob, same. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have coyote in the title and not have somebody get eaten by coyotes. I mean, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? Okay, what else? Anything else about this book? Nighttime is the right time for terror. <laughs> I think that might be the best lyric in this entire book. Yeah. <laughs> also, do they have, like, scarves and shit tied to the microphone? Like, they're Steven Tyler or something? 
Yeah, I don't know. Or Guns N' Roses. Right. Oh, I do. I didn't even notice that. Oh my God. Maybe it's just that the microphone is falling apart. <laughs> and they needed to tie something around it to keep it together. At the old abandoned, old abandoned mill. Uh, they yeah. didn't go there. That's passe now. I know. I was like, why are they not going there? Why is that not the club? It's they not cool anymore. There. They went there. Red Heat. That's in the old abandoned, old abandoned. Is it? Is it? I think it is. Oh, I thought that was different. No, I think it, I think the... All right, all right, then I take it back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, we should, uh, do we have more on the cover since we kind of stopped talking about it? No, just very 90s. Yes. Yeah. It's, I like the colors. Yeah. It doesn't look like a Fear Street book. No, definitely not. It looks like it's trying to attract a very specific crowd. Like, you know. 15-year-old girls. I'm pretty sure that's exactly the crowd is trying to yeah. attract. Yeah. So, I mean, good job there. All right. Read the back. I'm taking yeah, let's a, get to it. Taking a sip of water. <clears throat> sure, sure. Whatever. Well, I'll start with the tagline on the front, because we've already talked about it so much. <laughs> Nighttime is the right time for terror. That's how it's Yeah. She wasn't just crying wolf. Danielle Vernon can't believe the band picked her to be their lead singer. She's on the road performing at all the hot clubs. The adoring fans, the bright lights. It's all a dream come true. But when? Nighttime falls. Danielle can feel the terror in the darkness. There's eerie howling outside her window. And then a band member is killed, ripped to shreds by a wild animal. Danielle knows something is out there, lurking in the moonlight, something savage and hungry. My God. That made me drool so much. Gross. <laughs> it seems fitting. Hey. So I don't care what Michelle says. I like this book. <laughs> I, I, it's really hard for me to do werewolf books or werewolf stuff in general. Like I'm not a huge fan, but the ones where it's like more about the horror of the transformation mm-hmm. than anything, I tend to like those. I like those parts of this book. I'll give I'll give it that. I did like the the descriptions of that kind of stuff. But it was yeah. just the going over of the same thing oh, yeah. over and I'm like, oh my god, I get it. Like yeah. it might be a werewolf. You're definitely right. a werewolf. Like, how, Why? Do you, how do you not know and I know? <laughs> right? Right. Right. Why are we still questioning this? Yeah. You live yeah. on Fear Street. Oh, right. we don't find that out until page... No, listen, she obviously lived on Fear 133. Street. 133. Page one, <laughs> I knew she lived on I Fear Street. I knew, but, like, no confirmation until 133. True. And she had her house several times. I know. This book felt very much not in Shadyside. Like, it didn't feel part yeah. of Fear Street. It's sort of like the Dead Life Guard. Yeah. In that respect. Like, super it could have easily been a non-Fear Street R.L. Stein horror novel. You yeah. know, it could have been, like, The Babysitter or something. Uh-huh. It, there was no reason for it to be in yeah. Shadyside. I mean, she's not even a high school student. No, yeah, that, that was kind of, that was different. Like, none of the other 
characters are right out of high school, are they? Well, you know? in this book, no, like in oh, the series. In, in the series. I know of. I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember. Not main characters, I don't think. Yeah, I, think I mean, there's always, like, there could be, like, an old creepy dude. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> like an older boyfriend or something. Yeah, yeah. Old but not, dude. yeah, I think all the main characters are in high school. Yeah. That so I remember reading. She was yeah. I didn't hate it. Um, I thought it worked better because when it started and in, like, the first chapter when she's talking to her aunt, uh, about just getting back from a two-week tour, I was like, I'm sorry, you're in high school and you were on a two-week tour <laughs> yeah. by yourself? I was thinking, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I got all motherly on, on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, what? It was like, my mom wasn't strict, but holy hell would that never have happened. No way. I also so. liked that she was like, I think it's a good idea you didn't go to college and joined a band. Like, Yeah, I, well. I should have known right away that she wasn't the real aunt at that point. Spoiler alert. But uh, I was about like... two hours from now. Right. It's like, what the hell? Why would she say that? Like, how is that a good idea? That's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but no self-respecting grown, like, parent figure would ever say that. Yeah, I yeah. know. If, like, as a society, we did that, oh, life I would agree. be better. Like, who... Fucking knows what they want to do when they're 18. I completely yeah. agree. We should totally do a gap year. Oh, yeah. I'm all what for a gap, gap year. year. We should make college, like, the norm for college, like, 22 to 20... I don't know. I can't do math. <laughs> Six? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Michelle. I think you're... I can't do math is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, who knows what they want to do when they're 18? You just True. pick something, and then you, then you realize later on, like, what you picked sucks. Yeah, but I feel like back in the day, it wasn't as important why what you went for. Like, I remember growing up and everybody was like, it doesn't matter as long as you have a degree, you can get a job. And that yeah. was a thing until like the 2000s. And then those of us that were told that graduated and hey, it does matter. Right. <laughs> Guess what, guys? It does. It matters. Go to school for engineering or something that you can Computer do. programming. Yeah. Economics. You know, become a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. Or a Don't shady... Don't go to school for communications or English or history. <laughs> as... Don't do it. As yeah. Art... Don't do it. As awesome as they are, and believe me, they're awesome, you <laughs> will have a terrible time finding you a job. You will have a $50,000 plus debt Oh my God, no right? <laughs> and you will be doing something that you don't need a degree to do. True. <laughs> I have a job. And it only took me seven, eight, Nope, seven years to find a position that used my degree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's almost an Does entire use decade? Your master's degree? Sort of. <laughs> I mean, I could I could make an argument for it. Okay, Research. Okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> but I like that you're talking to our audience as if they're like sixteen and seventeen year olds. <laughs> and yeah, they're really like thirty-four, thirty-six year olds. <laughs> like these people are not. They've already been to college, guys. Like maybe listen, maybe some of them listen to us with their almost college-aged kids. Because oh God, not- <laughs> we are that old. Although it, we would have had to be teen moms if we had teenagers. I have a couple of friends who have teenagers. It's true, it's true. Yeah. I liked my college. I understand it was stupid, expensive <laughs> for no reason, but I enjoyed it. Well, that's all that matters. It was a great experience that I will be paying until I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> same. Same. I hope, you, I hope you always remember. I hope you don't, like, get 
get old and like can't remember shit. Listen, if I ever if I ever start losing my memory, the only thing I have to remember is my college years because they were too expensive to forget. Uh, Well, you'll always have that loan repayment as (laughs) reminder. Good boy. So um, will I, to be honest. At the uh, at the hockey game on uh, when was the last hockey game? Sunday. Yeah, you went. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh. Um, but, <laughs> like what? No, but my boss went, and she said the person that won the fifty fifty was like eighteen, and it was like eighty grand. Damn. Do you know what I could do? Even after taxes, do you know what I could do with that money? The answer is pay off my damn school loans. Right. That's the answer. <laughs> is that it? That's it? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the the question about, like, would you quit your job if you won the lottery? Yes, I would have to still have my job because the lottery would just pay my loans and <laughs> I still need to make rent. <laughs> uh, give it a few years and that's not even going to be a joke. Yeah, I know. Like, seriously, people are going to be like, this is my only hope I have to win this money. I know. Shit. Oh. All right, I digress. Now that we know that Daniel... <laughs> chose the cheaper option of not going to college. Um, prologue. Do we talk about it? Yeah, I mean, we're kind of talking about it now. Sure. We talked about it. <laughs> Verona. Oh. What's that from? Like, isn't it My hometown. Oh, yeah. yeah Romeo and Juliet. Uh, yeah, that's their Verona. Town. Verona's like a place in Italy. Yeah. Also in Pittsburgh, about 20 minutes from here. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, like, Tending Tate about you, his last name is Verona. Yeah. Yeah. And That's yeah. because uh, The Taming of a Shrew is set in Verona. Oh, okay. A few Shakespeare. Oh, part of it is. Yeah, I'm not, like, up on my yeah. I, stuff. I, there's a few Shakespeare plays that are set in Verona. I was wondering if it was, like, I, was, I think. I was thinking it was Shakespeare, but then I was thinking it would be really cool. It would be a lot cooler if it was, like, some sort of vampire Oh, <laughs> it should like, be a vampire. a vampire or something like that. Why isn't it? Okay, uh, somebody write me a story with a vampire named Verona. That was a request. I expect emails. <laughs> um, this is where they describe Danielle in the prologue. And is it just me or are there more girls in Shadyside worrying about how skinny they are than how fat they look? That is the most unrealistic thing of all of these books. <laughs> Like, every single one of them, they're like, I'm scrawny, I'm so skinny, I look like a boy. That's <laughs> not how girls think. It might ha- be how guys think, but it is not how girls think. Well, this is written by a man. True. A man who's obviously never talked to a teenage girl. <laughs> right. In 1995, do you think he was still writing them? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it could have been written by a female. Well, she, if it was, she's dumb and completely forgot what it was like to well, be a teenage girl. She could- she- also got no credit maybe what cast she also got no credit if somebody else wrote this book that's what a a ghostwriter is no we can't like say that because we'll get sued we'll get sued Uh rl stein got in a big like fight with his publisher because somebody at the publishing company was like trying to say he goes through books and he was like "Uh uh-uh yeah, but no. that's not the publisher. Like, that's totally different from independent people who are okay, allowed to well, express their opinions. Just in case, I want to keep my house. <laughs> <laughs> I rent, so and I <laughs> so good luck with that, Bob. Yeah, you take everything I'm worth. It's a bunch of debt. <laughs> it's all yours. I mean, I don't have anything, but shut like, up. People are no do. People, <laughs> people are you know. Oh. You're worried um, about Josh. 
think he might be liable. <laughs> um, Probably. So, yeah. My my right. other thing about the prologue is like she's talking about the band and joining the band, and they don't have a name. How does this no. band not have a name? How do you go on tour as a band without a name? That's a really good question. Yeah, I thought that too. And not only do they not have a name, but they didn't have like a song like they had a name, and they're like, we don't like it anymore. Right. right. They like never had. They a name. never had. Yeah. Even before Danielle like joined, like yeah. they were a band before her. Right. Yeah. I such a bad. Like, how do you get introduced? How do you have fans? How do they even know to how book you gigs? on the show? Yeah. Like, how do they get gigs at all? Like, don't the manager call? And they're a band that's big enough to have two people that aren't even in the band. Right. Touring. Right. They have a roadie and a manager and a driver. Yeah. Joey. No, but the manager is also it plays in the band. Did he? Yeah. I thought it was just the girls that played in the band. No. What did he play? Billy play I don't know. Billy's in the band. I could have sworn. I don't think so. I think it's just the girls. Really? I thought I heard it though. Yeah, Caroline played the keyboards. Um, I think Mary Beth played the drums. Yep, yep. Mary Beth played the drums. I think Danielle played the guitar and then Maybe D played the bass. The other girl played the bass. That I know. D played the, so D played the bass. I guess so. It doesn't matter who played what in this book. It just matters that there are werewolves. <laughs> it's true. I agree. <laughs> I just thought that he was in the band. I guess maybe he's just the manager. That might have been something I just made up. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the supermarket scene, it took me, like, forever because later as we go on, we realize that she's, like, hallucinating stuff. So I'm like, did it happen? Right. It took me forever. Did it even happen? I can't. I still don't I think it did happen. But I think, like, because every time something weird happened to her, you wouldn't see the reaction from other people. And I'm guessing because the reaction wasn't, ew, gross, other than her brother. It was, oh, sweetie, you're just fine. Everything's fine. You're totally fine. right so by the end of the like so through most of the book i was like if this is a fucking hallucination i'm gonna hulk the fuck out on this like if this is all a hallucination i am not going to be happy but by the end now i'm starting to think none of it was a hallucination and that was just like dr moore and everyone else being like you're just like you're just having these like violent dreams and shit but really everything actually happened i don't think everything happened because like there was i mean there were times where she was like killing people and they those people weren't dead True. yet or like she was like seeing her parents and yeah she never saw her parents true true which right. if he was putting all those images into her head why that one yeah like you don't want her to figure that out so what up with that you're kind so of maybe a dick. it's just like I will put that in her head and she'll then she'll start tearing people up or something. Yeah, maybe. I guess. But I don't know. So we start with the band and their groupies in <laughs> the van going to um, some gig that they got without a name. Yeah, and I already hate Joey because he's disgusting. He's the creepy pervert character. Yeah, right. He got what he deserved. He's like creepy stalk. Yeah. Right. I was uh I was not sad 
Not sad at all. Also, can we talk about how Billy's last name is Dark? His name is Billy Dark. Wait, Billy? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why don't you just call him John Bad Guy? <laughs> like, yeah. But also, does that mean he's related to Damien Dark? Is that a DC connection? Ooh, I like it. Billy Dark. Oh my God, how did I miss that? Come on, man. I don't know how I did. All right. Uh, so we meet Joey the pervert, Billy the band manager, Kit the roadie, and all the girls of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Beth, Caroline, and Dee. Yeah. And Danielle, of course. Uh, um, her. Mary Beth's just there, so they have a fourth band member. She doesn't actually need to be in this book at all. Yeah. I forgot she was there a lot of the time. I forgot her name. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're hanging out, and Joey's being an ass, and Danielle gets this vision of them, like, going over a cliff in the van and crashing, and it's really violent and gory, and then you find out it's just a fantasy because she has weird hallucinations ever since her parents died. Also, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, also because it's an R.L. Stein book, and right. obviously that didn't happen because it's a cliffhanger at the end of a chapter. Yeah. But why do they call these hallucinations fantasies? Like, who, who does that? Like, if you have PTSD or something and you have, like, you know, like, they, they kind of have, like, flashbacks and stuff, like, you don't call them fantasies. Well, yeah. I think they were trying to, like, softball it because they didn't want her to freak out too much about things mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, she, I guess. But I, I guess. Also, I assume Dr. Moore is not, not a real a doctor. doctor. Right. Yeah. But, like, that's my, that was my question at this point in the book when I thought yeah. it was. I'm like, why, did, why is a doctor calling this a fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. A fantasy is, like, something you, like, lay in bed. <laughs> Positive. And over. Yeah. I agree. I, no, I completely agree. They're hallucinations. Yeah. Um, a fantasy is not something you actually think is happening. Yeah. So, uh, van crash, except everybody's fine because it didn't happen. <laughs> and this also reinforces my theory that the teens in Shadyside have to drive like jerks. Yes. Like, yeah. Every single like, one of they them. have to do it. Like, you yeah. this far, leaving Shadyside, in Shadyside, like, anywhere in the vicinity, and, like, you're, it's, like, pedal to the metal. This is yeah. why the driving age was up. It's, it's <laughs> assholes like the people, like the teenagers in Shadyside. God damn them. They don't have a choice. It's, that's what I'm saying. That's my theory. They don't have a choice. They have to do it. It's, it's just, the ancient evil. Ancient yeah, evil ancient evil's in the world. car. Catalina Chronicles. Oh, it is. <laughs> um, I don't know what happens next. <laughs> Danielle's freaking out. I thought she was seeing, I thought she was like having visions of the future. Actually, through quite a bit of it, I was like, maybe she sees the future. Um, and this is where I called her being from Fear Street because I was like, Calm down. Horrifying vision. <laughs> Go with the territory. This is what happens when you're from Fear Street. Yeah. This is when she starts with her whole, like, what's wrong with me? What's yeah. wrong with me? Like, Except you go to a therapist, finger quotes. Why isn't he telling you what's wrong with you? And he did tell you what was wrong yeah. with you. Like, a right. lot. <laughs> so quit asking. He was lying, but he told you. Anyways, you get to this hotel. Mm-hmm. And Dee's complaining about shit and being a bitch to... Oh, and Dee and Danielle, like, hate each other because 
Well, Danielle thinks it's because Dee's jealous that she's in the band. Yeah, but it was yeah. That's not that's it. That's not what it was. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> that was, like, wrong. Yeah, that was obviously not it from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. She I mean, wasn't... Like, who here thinks that Dee was definitely a better singer anyway? A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred like, percent. <laughs> yeah. Why was... Now, knowing the ending, though, why was Dee and what's-his-face in Joey, Joey in the band? I think they were just part of the pack. Oh, they were? They were? I think they were. Uh, I think they were part of the pack. Well, I just assumed they were part of the pack, but Kit was over it. You know? Yeah, Um, it could be. I wonder if D was, like, his first pick before he saw Danielle. If he was like, I want that girl to be my bride. And then he saw Danielle and he was like, nope, just kidding. (laughs) Was it like, okay, like at the end, you know, he said, I, I don't know why we're talking about the end, but uh, right? like how he says, like he picked her out of like a crowd at a concert or whatever. Is that supposed to be like Twilight vibes? Like, uh, this is like, like 20, 20 years before Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, same fucking thing. Like, no, wrong. Um, I got, do you remember, um, that, what is that, Blood and Chocolate or Blood for Chocolate yeah, or whatever it yeah, was? With the so, if you did didn't read this in the nineties, a what the hell were you doing? And, uh, B it was about this um, this guy who goes to uh, I don't remember where Romania, and he meets this girl and he falls in love with her, but she's really like shady about things, and it turns out she's a werewolf and she's been chosen to be the pack leader's new bride, and uh, she's not about it. And this book felt so much like that book the entire mm-hmm. time I was reading it. It was, this one's less romancy and also less, like she's way less in the know. Like in the, in the other book, she is a werewolf. She's part of the patch. She just doesn't want to be with this guy because he's dick. Um, <laughs> but there was definitely vibes here. So that's kind of what I was thinking the entire time. Hmm. This book came out first. That one came out in 1999. Hmm. I wonder if they read this. Hmm. That one got a movie, though. Hmm. Oh. This one might get a movie. Yeah, we never know. We don't I don't know. think this is the book that's getting <laughs> the movie. I don't think it's this. I would be okay with it if it was. Uh, look, so I really liked this book, but it doesn't feel like Fear Street to me. So yeah, if we get a true, movie, true. I don't want it to be this one. I don't want to shoot this way. I not like this one. Like, I want it to be one of the iconic ones. I want it to be yeah. Two Years or Saga... Uh, or uh, the Saga yeah. ones, or yeah. 99 Fear Street. Any of those ones that are, like, really iconic. The Overnight. I'd watch The Overnight, except I more death. Ricky Shore. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do The Overnight to see Ricky Shore. Yeah, we can have Corky and Ricky's date on it. Yeah. He was drunk. <laughs> Or possibly possessed. Here for that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, back to the book. Because Nothing really happened. The book by saying, blah, blah, blah. What's going on with me? What's going on with me? Blah, blah, blah. What's yeah. going on with me? What's going on with me? Honestly, Danielle has, like, creepy visions and yeah. also, like, licks people's blood and drinks from puddles which so unhealthy like that's i'm, psycho. I'm that's, sorry but that's the that is the werewolf like that's yeah. where you go with this really really right. 
Right. Yeah. So what's going on with me? What's going on? Like you're drinking out of a puddle. You're a werewolf. Right. You want to suck people's blood. You're either a vampire or you're a werewolf. Right. Yeah. 100% that's this book's PSA. Do not drink from puddles, people. (laughs) Like dogs get diseases from that, let alone humans. Oh, so wrong. Especially in Ohio. So, uh, between all that, Joey is completely disgusting and then gets murdered for it. So, good job. Uh, You deserve that. And when he gets murdered for it, the cops, like, don't keep them to take statements or to ask them questions or apparently even know they exist. They just, like, leave to go to their next gig. What? Was there pro- oh, yeah. They don't even get questioned by the cops. No! They're just like, oh my god, Joey! Okay, next kick. Yeah. There's no questioning whatsoever. Also, before Joey's murdered, in the chapter, they talk about something called angry glitter. And all I could no. think, yeah. And all I, I could that. think was like, first of all, what is angry glitter? Second of all, that's a really good name for a band. Right? I was just going to say, why is that not your Angry Glitter. Yeah, yeah. They need to name their band Angry Glitter. I don't like this band name. Go back to Angry Glitter. If you were looking for an awesome band name, Angry Glitter, Cassie just gave it to you. You're welcome. (laughs) It's all yours. Um, Yeah, all right. So Joey's dead. They finish their tour because they don't give a shit because he's disgusting. Yeah. Danielle writes a song called Bad Moonlight, and then oh. they name the, the, the band Bad Moonlight, and then they sing it at the thing, and then they want an encore, and then they sing the same song again. Yeah. yeah, which so just like, is not how that works. No. But I sw- I'm trying to think. There was a, there was a band. Bad that- Company. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, what do you mean? Bad Company. Bad Company. The Bad Company's famous song is Bad Company. Right, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. 100% oh. they're Bad Company. So... But then she writes another song after this, and it has Moonlight in it, too. So well, yeah, because she's like, obsessed because she's turning into well, a werewolf. Well, I know, but, like, Jesus Christ, like, how are you having a, your band name and all your song names, like, the same as your band name? Yeah. Um, what? Because the person writing her songs is a 60-year-old man who has no idea <laughs> what the fuck he's doing. Okay. okay, so they go to, they sing their terrible, terrible lyric song and have their terrible lyric name band name and they have the concert right yeah Yeah. and they're so pumped yeah yeah and um oh at some point they before the concert she goes to see dr moore Mm -hmm. about her terrible visions and um he hypnotizes her and that's when i was like it's him yeah Yeah. so he's immediately shady so i just thought it was him the whole time i didn't know it was other people Oh, no, I assumed it was everybody and him. Oh, I just thought <laughs> I was like, he's definitely in on it. Um, um, yeah, and then we get, like, a really, really awesome scene of dialogue that I want to read. Oh, all right. Not, like, word for word, but, yeah. like, this is their reaction to their, like, rockin' show. <laughs> <laughs> Joey says, let's party, let's party big time. And then he says, let's party again. And then he tries to do something to D, and she says, get your paws off me. Mm. Mm. Foreshadow. Yeah. Yeah. Paws. Yeah. And then, they, then, then he talks to Danielle, and he's like, you were really radical, Danielle. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to read the hot bods. <laughs> no, that's it. That's, oh, no, that, that's in this. It's in it. 
uh, it's in chapter seven because I made a note that said Michelle is going to have so much to say about hot bods. <laughs> and, then she, and then Caroline's like, everyone's in the mood to celebrate. And then she's like, we can party anywhere tonight. We're all totally pumped. Uh-huh. The party is to go to the coffee shop and order hammers. Right. I know. <laughs> They're out of high school. And that's their, like, I mean, and they're with a 21-year-old. Danielle's idea of partying is to go parkouring in the park, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Billy Dark's 22 years old, so he could buy them beer. Did Apparently, he only that? ever has one beer, except when he gets totally trashed and passes oh out. Oh, my God. One beer, because they're, like, talking about doing the encore or whatever, and or the club closing down at 1 o'clock, and then he's drunk like that at two. Well, and she was like, oh my god, he never drinks more than one beer. <laughs> I know, right? This is how I pictured her talking the entire time. So then, uh, they go, I guess they're gonna go do that, and then... I feel like we're just jumping around all over this I know. Park. And she's like, no, I'm still on the same dialogue part. All right. So they're going to the, you know, get coffee or whatever, and then, so they start walking away, and Joey's there, and he's like, you know, you, you're hot for my bod. <laughs> oh, my God. Does R.L. Stein know how people talk? No. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay. We don't, no one ever, I don't care what decade it was. No one was ever like, you were really radical. <laughs> that thing. Oh. And we're all totally pumped. <laughs> I wonder if he just watched a lot of Degrassi Junior High and was oh like, well, that's how th- I'm doing dialogue. Oh my god, yes. Uh, we can move on. Yeah, I think we're on part two. Just know that mm-hmm. Joey died, Dee keeps trying to warn Danielle, but Danielle's dumb. And Dee's kind of dumb too, because she doesn't yes. ever actually just Use say it. Use your words. Use your words, Dee. Right? Um, and then part two happens, and she's back at the doctor, and I pictured Paul Reiser in Stranger Things season two. Oh my god. As her doctor the entire time. So there's that. This is when I thought see my note for this is like I thought he was still a doctor, even though I thought he was in on it. Oh, I don't know uh, if he was a doctor or not. I I know, but well I don't think he is now, honestly. <laughs> but I did think he was a doctor and that's why I was like, if she's confessing, you have to tell like the the cops. So she's basically saying, I think I killed this guy. Yeah. Like, if you say you think you killed somebody, your doctor is supposed to tell the cops. Yeah, but he knows that she didn't. <laughs> I know. That's my note for this. That isn't, like, obviously. Uh, it didn't play out that way. Um, oh, this is when when she leaves uh, the doctor's office and Caroline's supposed to be waiting for her, but Caroline, like, took a walk or something and Dee's there and Dee's like, you have to leave the band now. And Daniel's just like, Bitch, please. And then just <laughs> jumps on her. Yeah. She just, like, yeah. out of nowhere attacks her. There are a lot of cat fights there in this book. a lot of just attacking. Yeah. Or I guess, would they be dog fights in this book? Cat fights doesn't really <laughs> Yeah, it must be a dog fight. But this is, that's not why they fought in this chapter. In this chapter, it was because she wrote that song that she, like, wrote this song for D. And it's a... Uh, oh, bad... I thought we were past that. Oh. Okay. Nope, you're right, you're right. Yeah, no, it's, they, they started fighting because she wrote the song for D, and it's all about can't Killing stop people. me in cold glow, don't let me kill again. And she's like, you fucking killed Joey! So Even I though, doesn't D know that that's not the case? Right, that makes me think that, like, D isn't 
Or maybe maybe Kit just didn't say anything. Maybe he just let them believe what they believed. Especially with D, because D obviously is over his yeah, Yeah, D's over his shit. She's like definitely going rogue. Yeah. Yeah, could be. Well, he says cool it though. He doesn't say cool your jets. (laughs) At least we're evolving. Um it was where she laps. She lapped the rainwater with her tongue. Yeah. yeah. No, disgusting. Don't do that. So chapter 11 is titled Kit Dies. Uh, I was like, I was like uh, meaning not dies. Yeah. Right. This is the second <laughs> chapter where it's somebody dies. No, the first, the one, first one. No, I think Billy was first. No, chapter 11 is the first one. And then chapter 14 is the second one. Because I wrote them down. Okay. Uh, either way, it's bullshit. And then the cha- when it happened again in chapter 14, chapter 14 is Billy dies. Yeah. And I was like, or not. Right. Like, first <laughs> of all. pull it twice. First of all, if you title a chapter, this person dies, either A, spoiler. Yeah. Or B, you're a troll. Like, this is yeah. trolling the shit out of yeah. your readers. I wrote, yeah. this is what I wrote for my note. I wrote, chapter 11, spoiler or not. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. Not, not about it. Um, oh, chapter 13 is where I called Kit being the evil one. Yeah, me too. Nice. I said, I I know I should be suspicious of D, but that's way too obvious. I'm actually more suspicious about Kit. He got super paranoid when Danielle said D knew what happens. He's definitely up to something. Yep. I, so he was like kind of my, my big bad. He was the one that I was most interested in. Like, I definitely thought Dr. Moore was hiding something too. Um, but Kit was my main one, but I'm, I'm sort of of the same mind as you, Mia, where I like suspected everyone <laughs> at some point. I think there Why was a point. Kit was the big bad? Because he was just like so suspicious about, like, he was like, I, he didn't want he, he didn't want Danielle to find out what was happening or who killed Joey and everything. Oh, like she, like he interrupted them, her and Yeah, Danielle, yeah. Like okay, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Plus, every time she did something completely freaky that would drive off any other guy, he was like, yeah. oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like, dude, no. See, I just, I didn't, I, the only vibe I got besides the doctor was Caroline because she kept being like, yeah. Oh, we don't want to upset you. And I was like, what? I didn't I didn't think Caroline eat at all, but I think it's because I for the most part forgot she existed. <laughs> like she was barely in it too. It was just for like convenience sake. Yeah. Yeah, there's another reason that I suspected that I thought Kit later on. Um, but I think he was he was sort of the main one cuz I also think too you know, I, I've, we've gotten to a point where these books where you, you know, it's not the most obvious person. Right. And so you, I, I'm at a point where I try to think of who the least obvious person is. And that's often who it is. And in this case, it was Kit or Mary Beth. So. Yeah. Fair. Because like Mary Beth would have been a total left field thing. Yeah. Um, and then more of the same happens. And then D dies. Yeah. No, that, wait. Well, the same. Okay. First, he 
I mean, you have something. Well, first she goes home for a while and Aunt Margaret's super suspicious and talks about the parents. She uh, talks about her parents' accident and Aunt Margaret's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, About this other thing. Like. See, but I didn't think she was, I didn't think she was, like, evil. I thought she was just trying to hide detail, like, bad details. Yeah, I just thought it was suspicious because she was like, don't, don't worry about it. It was, was like, an accident and stuff. I actually, what I thought for a while was that Danielle was also in that accident and she had blocked it from her mind. Yeah, that would make sense. And that was, like, when she became, you know, got slashed by a werewolf. Mm Mm-hmm. Because her parents were actually murdered by werewolves. That was a going theory I had for a while. That's pretty good. Did you guys think the other people were werewolves? I really, really her. wanted it. No, I was I was like, everybody's werewolf. Please, everybody yeah. be a werewolf. Please, everybody be a werewolf. See, I, was I was so excited like, about it. It's just her. Nope. And the doctor is like making her be a werewolf for some reason. That's uh, a good theory. That's I mean, all I had. I was doing that because, I mean... Oh, and I thought D was like I didn't know what the like version of this like a vampire slayer was for werewolves, but I thought mm-hmm. D was one of those. That would have been cool. It's like like because like her instant dislike of her like that sort of like Buffy, you know? Like, yeah. That, like instant like feeling about the vampires. I'd read that book. Yeah. So I thought like because she's like D's jealous of me, and I'm like, uh, no, she's a werewolf slayer. <laughs> so I thought she's the only one in the band who like knew. That she was a, ve- a werewolf, and she was like, "Like I'm gonna kill her because I have to, because that's my thing." Uh-huh. And yeah, and then Doctor Moore was like making her be a werewolf for some reason. That would be I cool. like it. I love it. I think that's what it should have happened. Oh, I have my own headcanon about what should have happened too. Uh-huh. We'll get to it. I he think been a good Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. To answer your question, I thought that Kit was the only werewolf. I thought there was just one and that she was hallucinating all this shit. And the doctor... She wasn't a werewolf at all. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was just hallucinating it and the doctor was putting these ideas in her head because I also originally made a point about the doctor and compared him to Scarecrow, other DC. So you just thought he was crazy? Yeah, I just thought, I thought he was, like, hypnotizing her to make her think all these terrible things, and then the werewolf was going to be unconnected at all, that, like, Kit was the only werewolf, and she was just imagining all this stuff. Fair. So, uh, where are we? Because... Yeah, I don't know. Part three. I know we're in part part three. Oh, is this where her her aunt's being all shady about stuff? And then she, um... So her aunt's being shady about things and then she, her aunt tells Danielle to go lay down um, and to like relax and that she's going to go run some errands. Mm-hmm. And Danielle goes to pick up the phone to call somebody, I don't remember, and she hears her aunt on the phone. With the Dr. Moore. With Dr. Moore and they're talking about how worried they are about Danielle and Danielle's like, what the fuck? How are yeah. you talking to my doctor? Also, parent patient confidentiality whatever well, she's yeah. a guardian no so she's she graduated high school oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, 18 yeah, 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 yeah. well it's the 90s like there was no hipaa yes there <laughs> was <laughs> when was the hipaa and there was still patient doctor okay, confidentiality it was, like, looser. it was looser 
the hippo is mainly about digital stuff. It was looser, you know, because I just, I don't know. 1996, you are right. There was no HIPAA okay, for no one HIPAA. year. <laughs> there was still patient doctor company. Okay. Um, but so, then she goes searching around in Aunt Margaret's stuff and finds yeah. the, the article about her parents. And it says that they, their bodies were found in a rock-strewn ravine 20 miles from town ripped to shreds and it looks like the work of a wild animal yep i'm also saying but this is a, like we're at page 100 and we still don't and we're in the house and we still have not gotten confirmation that this is on your street true because it didn't matter. This book could have happened anywhere. Right. Like, right. it was not connected to Fear Street or Shadyside at all. Um, there, it just didn't have that feel of a Fear Street book. No, it didn't, but we needed a Fear Street connection, and we're not given one till the very end of the book. I think that they forgot their writing. Yeah. <laughs> um... And then stuff. What the guy shows up and says that these are the band or whatever. Oh yeah, that's when Billy shows up. Um, Do you quit the band? Yeah, he says, "Do you quit the band?" She left a note. Isn't that this part? I think so. Yeah, and then um, and then after. Oh wait, he- oh, this is like where they got into a fight. No, this is- no, no, no. Yeah, they got in another fight outside. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't Dee have any notes her, on that. Where she like wants to like drink her blood, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That this is where they have the fight. Okay, okay. And that D tells her she should quit. D's, I get D is fighting like a compulsion and whatever, but she sucks at this. I know. <laughs> use your words. And same with Billy at some point. He, like, goes rogue. Yeah, but I feel like Billy's not as strong as Dee. Yeah. Like, he's definitely got less willpower than Mm -hmm. she did. I mean, she barely listened to anything Kit said. Um, True. But she didn't use her words. No. No, she didn't. She's just like, quit the band! (laughs) Like, why don't you say why? Yeah. About someone is trying to kill you. Oh, this is where she writes that other her- terrible song about uh, clawing her way back. Every oh. song. Every song is terrible. Yeah. Everyone is. But before she does that, she's home again, and she's playing with her brother Cliff in this fort. And oh. how big oh. is this fucking fort? Like, they're, hi- they're going on opposite sides of it, and a fully grown person can go to a side and you can't see a child inside it? Like, how elaborate is your fort? And it's made of cardboard? I, it's I, a badass fort, apparently. I can't. It's, like, amazing. And they're playing with super soakers. Right? Which I was like, yes. Yeah. So 90s. This was a great chapter until she licked his blood. Ew. That was so gross. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Ew. She's gross. So gross. And Cliff should have, like, if that really happened, like, why was he ever going around her again? Like, yeah, right? I'm sorry. I... Like, he's 10. He knows that that's super yeah, creepy. Yeah, if I was 10 yeah. and somebody was like, I cut myself and they were like, ugh, I would be like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, right? We're done <laughs> now, like, ever. 
Um, and now this, after she writes that, those song lyrics, that's when Jilly, when Billy uh, shows up. And honestly, like, I kind of thought he mostly wanted to jump her bones. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I was Billy, just, just do it. Yeah, just, <laughs> he was just like, he wouldn't say what he came there for. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. and then he was like, do you quit the band? And I was like, that's what you show up in the middle of the night for? Did you phone? It, it works. You pick it up. You dial. <laughs> yeah, I totally fell for this because then she calls Kit and is like, Billy came over here and he like, wanted to tell me something, but he didn't tell it to me. And I did not catch on. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay. Because I thought he was just like jealous. Yeah. Billy was trying to hit on her or something. Ugh. He was being so shady. <laughs> also, this is the part where she's talking to Kit and Kit's like, you want me to come over? And I'm like, he has a house by himself <laughs> you're 18 dude and he doesn't live on fear street right like <laughs> the correct response would be no i'll come over there yeah but then i guess she would know that his carriage house is behind daddy's house is. <laughs> true then they, do, then they have that scene where they're just like let's run and be <laughs> <laughs> and she chases a rabbit. Except she's she runs and is free, and he's just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and then she eats a rabbit. Yeah, and then she's still like, what's going on? <laughs> like you ate a rabbit, you're a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You. I wanted her to just be a werewolf forever. Her as a werewolf were my favorite parts. It was so good. So are these werewolves like the ones that are living in the Fear Street Woods? They have to be. Okay. Yeah, they have to. Um, so, like, whenever we're reading other books and there's, like, howls, it's these guys? I'm going to assume. Yeah. Okay. And are they still werewolves? That's oh, we'll, we'll get, we'll get yeah. there. Because I have like, a big I had a lot this. of, like, issues with the ending, like, understanding I have some things on. to say about how werewolves work and okay. about Thank what's you. going on. I don't know how they work, so I need someone <laughs> to explain this. So, next is their big concert in town and they've sold out red heat which apparently is the old abandoned old abandoned mill yeah and they got a new girl named shauna who Mm -hmm. may or may not be a werewolf i don't know the name sounded familiar like yeah the last name sounded familiar to me what was her last name shauna davidson Davidson. so i'm gonna have to like see um but she they found her since D quit last late last night sometime and she apparently only needed one day to learn all of their songs and it's to only be one to- song. <laughs> yeah. They have two now. No, oh, did they just did they let her perform it? Yeah. I don't think so. They well, they let her perform the new new one. The like Yeah, the super new one. Oh, the one yeah. where they were like Oh, the D killed Joey one. No, not that. That's out. One. Yeah, that, that one's, one's out. out. All right. Yeah. There was too much drama. Right. Okay. But here's the other reason why I suspected it was Kit, because he is this girl's friend. And so, like, they mentioned that it's Kit's friend, and then um, they find Dee's body in her trunk. So... Wait, in her... I didn't think it was her trunk, No, I didn't either. Oh, okay. Because... Because... uh, Danielle says there are three trunks up here. I feel like she just opened the wrong trunk. Oh, probably. But like, but why she is did they friend. need another singer? Because they have she sings. Why do they need her? Why do they need to bring another si- lead singer in? I honestly 
could not tell you, especially since it takes more than one night. Even one song takes more than one night. Yeah, and she plays the bass, so not only does she have to learn the lyrics, she has to learn, like, right? the notes right. and the rhythm. If she plays the bass, then that means Dee must have played the bass. Yeah. Right, that's because what I'm saying. You don't need two bass guitarists. Was I the only one who was picturing, like, Jem and the <laughs> Yes. Like, the, the instruments of Jem and them. When she was like, go get my bass, I was thinking, like, Kimber's, like, like Yes, like, yes. Uh, like purple. Yes, like, every time. Keyboard. Yeah. Thing. That's what I was thinking. The double keyboard. Yeah. On the. On yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So she finds Dead D, and then Billy comes up, and Billy's like, "I can't let you go," and uh-huh. she's like, "Nah, fuck that," and she pushes him out of the way and runs, and she just takes off because finally something smart. She yelled no first. Probably. <laughs> she yelled no when Dee was, like, trying to confront her a couple times. She did the no yelling thing and running away. I assumed it was an angrier no, though. Okay. Like, no. Oh, it wasn't no. 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 But everything else she said, I think, was in that voice. <laughs> um, so she runs. She just takes off. She doesn't stop. She doesn't tell anybody. She doesn't do anything. She just runs. It's the smartest thing she does in this book. I know, but then obviously not very fast because, like, as soon as she stops, there's somebody right next to her. Well, she's only half a werewolf, and they're full werewolf, so she can't go as fast as them. That's what I'm assuming. <laughs> because, yeah, Caroline's just like, So Kit hey, just, like, wasn't trying. Yeah. They were running on period. That's what I'm assuming. Okay. Uh, so Caroline's like, what's going on? I'm here because I'm fast and a werewolf, but you don't know that yet. And she's like, I have to go home. And Caroline's like, we'll take you home. Look over here. Uh-huh. And then we werewolf. The yeah, and then people like come out of the and mystery machine. Everybody yep. is there. Everybody. Everybody's a werewolf. And she runs from all of that. They like yeah. turn in front of her. True. Like, that's fair. I would have run too. You just... Turn into a werewolf right in front of me. Yeah. So when, so in, who was revealed to be the first werewolf? Was it Caroline? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my first thing was like, fuck yes, werewolf. Like, I am so happy right now. I don't even care if it's out of left field that it's Caroline. Because at this point, I was still operating under the assumption that there's one werewolf. I was like, I don't even care. I'm just glad that there's a werewolf. And then when it's revealed that, like, everyone's a werewolf, I was like, they're all werewolves. Ah! I loved that they were all werewolves. I was like, yes, werewolves. All of them are werewolves, which I kind of felt called from the beginning, but I was excited to have it confirmed. Yeah. It was so awesome. Nah. I was like, no. Oh, I love <laughs> so it. annoying. No, it was amazing. Um, but then Kit shows up and he's like, what's going on? And Danielle like runs after him and Billy's like, no, it's him. It's him. And Kit's like, mm-hmm. what? It's not me. And Billy's like, it's, it's him. him. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, it's definitely Kit. Yeah. <laughs> but she goes yeah, with Kit anyway. Yeah, which is like totally Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Where he's like, it's me, it's him. And then she's like, fuck you both. And she like just uh, runs. Uh, yeah, I love that part. Yeah. Like Pike and whoever else it is. Benny? Is it Benny? I don't know. She's just like, he. they're like arguing and back and forth. And she's, and then she just like throws her purse at them. And she's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. 
I know what you're talking about, but I can't picture it in Buffy. The movie? Yeah. Yeah. I can't either, like, the exact scene. But I know that there's a scene where Pike and somebody else is, like, trying to convince her that they're not the bad guy. Why can't I picture it, though? I've and seen then, that movie 8,000 yeah, times. Yeah, me too. And she's like, fuck you both. And she just I, throws her purse at them. That bag. I think it's the bag that she made the dress out of, remember? Like, for her prom dress. She made, like, the bottom part of the dress <laughs> like her pull. purse. And then she, like, throws it at them, and she's like, bye. And she just runs and, like, leaves. And then that, at that point, you're supposed to think that, like, Pike got killed. Because the other guy is a vampire. Yeah, I don't know why it's not coming. All right, anyway. Oh, you know why? Because it's making me think of Scream. Oh. Because in Scream, Maybe it is Scream. Eve Campbell is inside the house. Yeah. And then it's, um... Maybe it hasn't... I think it happens in both movies. It's, so it's a uh, uh, Jamie Kennedy's character, which yeah. is I'm blanking on right now, and, uh, and Matthew Lillard. Yeah, it's He's Stu and whatever Jamie Kennedy's character is, and they're like, "Sid, it's me, it's me. Come on, you know me." And she's like uh-huh. back and forth, and they're like, "It's him, it's him." And she's like, "Fuck you both!" Then and she closes yeah. the door and locks it. Maybe that is what I'm thinking. And then about. Billy falls but down I the swear stairs. It happened in Buffy too. I don't know. All right. Anyway. Sometimes 90s movies yeah. get all meshed together. <laughs> They're all, all right. Um, so she goes with Kit, and they drive to... They drive to her house? Yeah, her house on Fear Street, because this is where we finally find out that she lives on Fear Street. Oh, is it? Well, once the reveal happened, I'm like, oh my god, there's so many pages. Like, what else is there? Like, what's oh. so packed? Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, she doesn't go with Kit. Kit gets attacked by Billy. Yeah. And then she runs off and she gets home. She wants to try to save Kit. Yeah, yeah. But, luck- but she's smart enough to not do that, thank God. Um, at least not herself. She goes to, like, call the cops. Yeah, she goes home to get help. Yeah. And tries to get Aunt Margaret to help her. And Aunt Margaret's like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. You should just stay here. Yeah. And then Aunt Margaret's like, oh, sweetie. No, I'm in on it. Yeah. Like, totally in on it. Yeah. And you're going to be the head vampire's bride. Yeah. The werewolf's wife or something. Yeah. The, like, calling werewolves, like, having an alpha wasn't a thing yet because it there wasn't, like, lots of urban fantasy out yet. So, that she, it was just, like, the lead werewolf. The master. Yeah, the, the master's master. bride. That's what they kept saying. Yeah. And As I, if it was a vampire. Right. And I was, like cringing. That was terrible. It was like, the master's bride was horrifying. Oh my god. But also, this is where we get that mistaken identity because this is an R.L. Stein book and you can't have an R.L. Stein book without mistaken identity. Right, because Aunt Margaret isn't actually Aunt Margaret. They killed Aunt Margaret. Yep. She's like, you didn't know, like, you hadn't seen your aunt in a long time. Right. Like, it's a whole... <laughs> whole which makes what, kind, what kind of bad blood was there between, like, her parents and her aunt? And they were like, you haven't seen her in, like, ten years. Yeah. Well, it's expensive to go from Ohio to California, maybe. <laughs> plausible. <laughs> uh, but, like, also, she runs out of the house or whatever because, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she pushes she her brother. Like, yeah, she pushes Aunt Margaret into Cliff and just like bolts out. I'm like, dude, he's yeah. ten. Yeah, like I was cool with her leaving Kit to like just 
behind whenever she her life her life was in danger and her just like leaving like I'm gonna go get help like hope hope he lives but like if not oh well I was cool with that but I'm not cool with leaving your 10 year old brother and the fact that that never comes into play like there is no reason why Aunt Margaret wouldn't have brought Cliff with her as collateral yeah yeah that's what I was I kept she like I kept expecting I thought she was going there because she was like oh, yeah, they'll probably, and I thought she was going to say, like, use Cliff. Yeah. Or whatever. And then it never went there, and it should have. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it didn't, because that would have been poor Cliff. I mean, worse things than that happened to little kids in these books. I don't think we know if he lived anyway, because. No, we do. We do. She says he was sleeping. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She calls. That's right. I forgot about that. Because apparently, it doesn't matter what weird shit happens in his house. Cliff is just like, meh, another day. Going back to bed. Yeah, like his aunt told her in front of him that she was a werewolf. Cliff doesn't care. Cliff's yeah. like, eh. Cliff's like, I live on Fear Street. I've seen weirder. Yeah. Right? He's like, I hear the werewolves outside every night. I know yeah. they're, I mean, duh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, God he's a lot sharper than Danielle. Like, he is. He's definitely smarter than he Danielle. He doesn't need to be, like, turning into a werewolf to know that they exist. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Um, then Danielle takes off for, of course, Dr. Moore's house because right, she's stupid. So, at this point, I, 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 was, I was thinking Dr. Moore was the master, which, like, totally Ew. disgusted me. I was like, oh, God, no. No. I thought he was, too. No. No. I still thought it was Kit, thank God. But I don't understand, like, she knows her aunt's in on it. She overheard her aunt and the doctor talking behind her back about her. But she's like, I'm gonna go to Dr. Moore. Yeah, what? stupid. What? Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So How, like, stupid. she eavesdropped on them talking. She knows he's shady. Yeah. Ugh. It was so annoying. So she goes to Dr. Moore, and Dr. Moore's like, oh, yes, I made sure all the doors are locked and you're safe in here, and blah, 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 whatever. And then Kit from the other room is like, Dad! (laughs) And I'm like, of course. Right. Why is Kit the master werewolf and not his dad? Good question. Yeah. How does that work? And is that actually, I mean, I guess it is actually his dad, and it's not some sort of ruse. Because he didn't even know she was there. Right. Yeah. So So maybe, like, Kit became a werewolf and he was, like, the werewolf master and then he turned his dad? Maybe. All right. I'll buy that. I feel like that's the only way to explain it. Unless it's, like, uh, you know, the, the, the title of master is inherited and his father's like it you know i had my time it's your time now all right two options sure i like it danielle's so dumb though that when she's in the office with dr moore and kit comes in or kit says dad you know is she there with you she still doesn't know that kit's like the bad guy yeah she's like like, oh my god he's alive she like doesn't get it like she's like so happy that he's alive and then she's like and then she doesn't get it until he literally says, you're going to be my bride. Which, you're 22. Dude, calm yourself. Like, seriously? No, Kit is 20, 20. Okay, 
you're proving my point yeah. even more. I know. Like, <laughs> go bang some groupies or whatever it is you're going to do. We did that, remember? <laughs> she said at the beginning. He's done with it? Yeah. He's, he, he did that for, like, six <laughs> yeah. He's over it. Yeah. <laughs> well, are, are werewolves, like, vampires? Or are they, like, are immortal? Not that I know of, or but. They, and, like, stay, like, a young age? Like, I mean. He's, maybe he's, like, 20 forever. With these werewolves, who the fuck knows? Yeah. I think that's um, all it is in the Werewolves in the Gale character series. They they're they're definitely immortal. Oh yeah, they're immortal in that. Do they but they stay the same age. Yeah, unless they like. Um, I mean, there's there's reasons that they grow, develop, but for the most part, no. There's um, one character who does, but there reasons. Yeah, but most I feel like most of the time when there's werewolves, they don't. They're not like immortal. Yeah, that's not that's not usually a thing. Well, we don't know because it's not explained. And nothing is explained here. No. So, okay. So, apparently, she's going to become his bride. And once she does, she is going to, like, be his slave like the rest of the pack where they can't even say no. And they can't do anything. And how is her being married to him going to magically make that be a thing? I don't fucking know. Okay. I don't know. You say I do. And then all of a sudden, it's just. In this werewolf lore, it's the case, I guess. Um, we'll get to the, how much this makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, there are other things that, like, are totally ridiculous. Uh, with this. So they start the ritual, which just sounds like, uh... But then, uh, wait, she wasn't bit... Do you have to get bit? Apparently, no! Because <laughs> he just hypnotized her to think she was a werewolf, and then... Or to be one, well, if she wanted to be one. At some yeah. point, they're like, she's like, maybe Kit has some magic. And that's the only explanation you get. Okay. Yeah. They're just like, whenever, like, Dr. Moore has his e- villain's monologue, he's like, I've been hypnotizing you to, like, think about, buy, like, werewolf stuff. And, like, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if it's a full moon, then you can, like, become a werewolf if, you're re- if you really want to. Right. Only if you really want to, though. Well, maybe being bound to him makes her really want to. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It makes but, like, the sense. other ones, when the, the other werewolves, when the moon comes out, they just turn. Maybe they're but all. But she has to like, really want to. Maybe they're all his bride and they all went through this. Maybe. But also, so there's like a polygamist werewolf. <laughs> it's all I got. Cult. It's um, all I got. Yeah, but um, before when when he's going through the villain monologue and they're talking about it and she's trying to get away can we talk for a second about how she's like i gotta get away and she throws a stapler yeah and she misses like what did you th- where did you think that was getting you a stapler it was just a distraction but oh my god mud in the werewolf's eyes like yeah she, like, magically was able to throw like mud in both of their eyes that like disabled the two werewolves enough for her to get away. Werewolf powers. Yeah, so maybe she's like she's like a you know a ninja. She could just throw a stapler and then and like it was gonna hit both of them and just like knock them out. Why did she like magically lose all of her like becoming a werewolf powers as soon as the real werewolves were after her? (laughs) Good question. Yeah, I know. Like run, do the running thing with the rabbit. Yeah. There's, like, no more parkour, no more fast running, no more being able to beat the shit out of people for no reason. <laughs> like, none of that. It's all gone. Yeah, no more bloodlust. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to be a werewolf anymore. 
this is the time to want to be a werewolf right, right now. Well, yeah. she didn't know that until Billy told her. Yeah. Thank God. But, like, okay, so, but in real werewolf, like, lore, you have to get bitten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You gotta get you bit by a werewolf. Fucked. No, there's no, no, that's not a thing. Okay. Like, you get bit either by a regular wolf that makes you a werewolf or by a werewolf that makes you a werewolf. Whatever it is, you gotta get bit. Or maybe scratched. Sometimes it's scratched. So maybe at the beginning of this book, she should have had, like, a cut or something. That's why... cut. That's why I thought she was in the accident with her parents and didn't mm-hmm. remember. Because that would have been when it happened. Yeah. <sighs> I was so... Ugh. But she wasn't bit. She was just mind-fucked into believing Basically. Herself. So True. she was like, mine never matter. What I believe not- I'm a werewolf, so I am. Wait. Cassie, what if you're right? What if none of this did happen? They just convinced her it did, but Kit was still evil and killed Joey and Dee. He, just nobody ever turned into a werewolf. Maybe. Like, maybe. it was all bullshit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he really just wanted to marry her. Yeah, maybe they're just, like, he a bullshit cult. He wanted her to be, cult. like, her sex slave. His sex slave. He was going to lock her in a box and all that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I, I'm, still, I'm still thinking that, like, all of this stuff that Dee thought, like, that she was imagining was a hallucination. That the werewolves were real. They actually became werewolves. But all that shit about, like, Dee lapping at pools and licking her brother's blood and eating raw meat. All of that stuff was just a symptom of the hypnosis. <laughs> Danielle isn't actually a werewolf. She never became a werewolf. This is just an effect of the hypnosis from Dr. Moore. Everyone else was werewolves, but not Danielle. She was just imagining this stuff. I don't know. I think they were all just hallucinations. Yeah, and I this like is a that. crazy cult. I, I like that. Theory. <laughs> They're not actually werewolves. She was just hypnotizing the thinking it so that they could, like, disable her. It's not my favorite theory, but it's definitely a working theory I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they go outside to perform the ritual wedding whatever bullshit, and all the pack is there. And this is, at this part, Aunt Margaret, or whatever her real name is, is staring, like, adoringly at Dr. Moore. Do you think she's his bride? Maybe. Like, because... Or maybe she just likes his hot bod. (laughs) Did I mention I thought he looked like Paul Reiser in Stranger Things, too? No hot bod. Sorry. (laughs) I love you, Paul Reiser. Dad bod. No, 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 no. No, that's like Grandpa bod. Let's... Well, he's older than my parents. Okay, and then they're doing the thing, and that's when Joey... Is it Billy. Joe, Billy. Billy. Joey's dead. Sorry. Billy tells her, like, how to fix it, because she yeah. can't figure it out. She's dumb, but apparently also very strong-willed or some bullshit. So Billy's like, you can do it. Just stare at the moon. Uh-huh. His advice is to look at the moon. Yeah. Right. And then, what is, is this? Is this somebody screaming, oh, no. <laughs> this, is the, this is the scene of the most ridiculous seat, uh, like thing I've ever read. Wait, yeah. where are the you? The shaking and the yeah. Oh, okay. Oh my god. What the actual fuck? I don't know. All right. So but here's what happens. Here's so what happens. So Danielle, does she turn into a werewolf? Yes. Okay. So Danielle turns into a werewolf. She grabs in her jaws a kit. And then, like, squeezes his throat and, like, rips his throat out. So he's dead. Like, he doesn't even have a chance to, to blink. Even turn, which he? is, no, he doesn't have, it's too fast. It's pretty awesome, actually. But yeah, then, I was so happy about that. I wanted her to rip his throat out. Then 
then yeah. the most oh that's God. what i don't understand i got now that, hit this part dr moore and the lady formerly known as aunt margaret <laughs> suddenly like their limbs go popping off like they're barbie dolls yeah and their ears pop off their heads. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Their legs pop off. Like, all I could picture was, like, your younger brother got a hold of one of your Barbie dolls and just started pulling out limbs. What? Why? What? Where? where? What? But the most confusing part to me, like, first of all, weird and super confusing, and I wanted no part of what was <laughs> happening here. But why only them? Yeah. Why are the other people totally fine? Like Billy and Mary Beth and Caroline are like, oh my God, you set us free. Why are they not shaking apart? I don't know. And how do you shake apart? What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. It was and then they're so like, weird. their heads explode. Does that mean like guts went everywhere? I mean, I'm assuming, yes, I'm assuming it's like from uh, brain scanners. Not brain scanners. Uh, wrong movie. Video, Videodrome? Is that the one where their heads explode? Silence. Or just Scanner, sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Horror movies. It, David Cronenberg. <laughs> uh, it might just be Scanners where their heads explode. I was picturing- Yeah, that's it. In Scanners where their heads explode and like they just like, they're like, uh, their arms go real straight by their body and their head starts to like go back and forth and then it's just- I was picturing like the witches. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 At the end when they like defeat them and like how they like freak out and. But they don't shake apart. <laughs> if they would have started, if they would have started falling apart. <sighs> Yeah, I was picturing, like, in a lot of movies when something turns, somebody turns to a statue and then they start crumbling. That's just kind of what I was picturing. That would have made more sense. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I did not care for it, but I don't, it didn't make sense why those three. No, I have no idea. Why was it just. (laughs) And then it was like, were they not werewolves anymore? Any of them? Maybe they, maybe the the kids were like half werewolves and all and like Dr. Moore and Kit and the woman formerly known as Aunt Margaret were like full werewolves. None of this was explained. How do you become a werewolf? Do you why can you do werewolfy things when it's not the full moon? Or was it just the full moon for like three weeks in this book? It was. But why is she is she not a werewolf is she a werewolf still? If she wants to be. Um, so they made it seem like none of them were werewolves anymore, but I call bullshit and I don't like it. And I refuse to believe that because I want the entire book. All I wanted was my band of werewolves. I want my <laughs> werewolf band. I want them to go on tour. I want that to be a thing. That is my headcanon. They're still werewolves and they're an awesome band. <laughs> and now they write better music because they don't have a 60-year-old man in their heads. I'm a, I'm into it. I I imagine that, that they were still werewolves and they were just like able to do it whenever and they didn't have a master controlling them and that the, they could still go on tour and like just be yeah. on tour. But the way this uh, this sounds cuz they it says they stared at the moon as if seeing it for the first time. Uh and Billy says we don't have to dread the moonlight anymore. Right. So that makes it seem like they're not werewolves. Yeah, that makes it seem yeah. like they're not werewolves. And they didn't, they're not turning, the ones that... Yeah, but I call bullshit and I don't like it, so... Yeah. Werewolves. So, ha- when 
Danielle killed Kit. Yeah. Half of the werewolves had all their pieces break apart. Like, yeah. And half of them are just no longer werewolves. Basically. Maybe it's because the ones who, like, you know, shaked apart, started shaking apart, those were the ones that still wanted to be werewolves because apparently lycanthropy is a choice. <laughs> Good point. So, Good point. Maybe they were just like, oh God, thank God we're free. And they were no longer werewolves because they didn't want to be anymore. But the people who still wanted to be werewolves got destroyed. Maybe like those three are <laughs> like in, maybe they're in like the werewolf like hierarchy like thing. And like the other pack people haven't been like initiated yet. So like oh. whatever. So <laughs> like junior werewolves. Yeah, yeah, they're half werewolves. Right. So when they ki- when he she killed the pack leader, like the it set them free. The other people, it, maybe like there's people like over. Maybe there's people in like the werewolf like kingdom all breaking <laughs> apart. Oh my god! I hope that's true. Like maybe everyone. I hope it's apart. an entire city of people just shaking like, apart. Maybe the whole Fear Street Woods is full of broken apart people. <laughs> I'm into it. Ew. <laughs> it makes me think of in Lost Boys how if you um if you get the master, all anybody who's like not a full vampire goes yeah. back to being human. I feel like it's the same thing. It must be. It must be uh, and in Buffy, t- Buffy, uh, if you kill the master, they all all the vampires like die or and whatever. Then, yeah. yeah, remember she had to kill the master. Yeah, like when the music stops. Stop. Yeah. 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 But usually what happens in those cases is, like, you kill the, the like, master, the one who's controlling them, the, like, sire, whatever, and all of their children are affected, not people that are unconnected. Well, maybe he made them all werewolves, though. Yeah, but then why did half of them shake apart and half of them are just, like, cool now? Because half of them hadn't become full werewolves yet. I don't know. Yeah, like, it could at that point, it could have gone either way. Right. I think we're thinking way too much not, about this. We are. Guys, too. Maybe they're not bitten. But why would Maybe. He just bite, why would he just bite her and everybody else? Nobody gets bitten this. It's a freaking werewolf book. Nobody gets bit. I don't yeah. Why didn't the doctor just hypnotize her and then have him bite her? I don't know. Nobody gets bit. No one gets Somebody bit. Nobody should get bit. There's no biting in this. No, that's not true. Kit totally gets bit. Oh, yeah. When they're making out, she bites his lip. True. And it true. was kind of awesome. Which is when I thought, when that happened, I thought, oh, shit, he's going to turn. Uh-huh. But he didn't. Nah, he was happy. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I thought that's where that was headed at first, when, she, when they said that she bit him. I was like, oh, damn, he's going to turn. But no, it just ends super confusingly. I just... Can somebody give me fanfic of them, like, being a traveling band and, like, <laughs> they don't book anything on full moons and, you know, they go running in the woods, and hanging out and stuff and writing music. <laughs> it's like a, a feel-good werewolf band fanfic. <laughs> I want it. It's like the Partridge family, but they're werewolves. Yes. Actually, I want that fanfic, too. Can they, can they write music and but we don't know the lyrics? 
<laughs> book where there was lyrics in it and you were like oh good lyrics no not <laughs> ever okay. they're all terrible. terrible like please don't write lyrics yeah author. just don't do it it doesn't just work tell us that they're writing a song and don't and you can tell us what it's about or something but don't tell us the actual words <sighs> oh all right do you have anything else before we get to counts for this one no except blah <laughs> I enjoyed it. We'll get to uh, ratings okay. after counts. There was only one sweater, and I don't know how many kills. It wasn't the summer. Time... What? It wasn't the summer, so that makes yeah. sense. And she just wore that red dress over and over again. So good point. She only had one dress. Yeah. Um, I, how many kills did you guys count? Because, like, I have two, but then, like, are we counting the parents and the aunt? Yeah. They yeah. killed her. Even though we didn't get to see it. Oh, oh, like, oh. we go back and forth no, on this. No, no, no. Yeah. Sorry, like, I, I was thinking like Anne and Dr. Moore. Oh, so. yeah. oh yeah, we gotta yeah. count down. Okay, count I down. have five. Yeah, so Kit, Dr. Moore, fake aunt. Okay. And Joey, then Joey. It's not like parents and real aunt. No, they died no, before no. the book started. Yeah, but it's like, like the big bads killed them. Yeah, we're really wishy-washy on that, so I don't know. What do you want to do? I think five or eight. I think it's five. I think our rule has always been it has to be in the book. I don't know. Remember when the two girls died in the two girls from like Waynesbridge or whatever died and okay, uh, you guys wanted to count them. All right. Well. Wait, did we count the parents from the Halloween party? No, we didn't. No, because it happened like years ago. Yeah, it happened like fifty years ago or something. Also they didn't get twenty, killed. whatever. Like, five somebody was an accident. Yeah. I don't know, honestly. Yeah, we didn't know. Our rules are not very, uh, no. very strict. <laughs> so, here. five. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Fear Street Connection was Danielle's house eventually. Barely. The places were the and then a whole, all the usual roads, like Park Drive, Mill Road, Division Street, and then we had North Hills. Mm-hmm. And then the two clubs, the Rocket Club and the Roadhouse. But neither of those were in Shady Side, right? No. Because they were on the road. Yeah. Just red heat. How far do you think they went on their two-week tour? Like, do you think they went out of the state? No, well, the one was two hours. Not far. And one was like 40 minutes or something, wasn't it? So why were they even, like, staying Dang. in a hotel? Yeah, <laughs> because apparently, remember that one girl's dad had to, like, stay everywhere forever? When he worked at the hardware, he had those hardware. Oh, yeah. right. Beans. Apparently, you cannot drive back <laughs> in one day anywhere. Uh, yeah. What about data references? Uh, I have CDs. Is that a data reference? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They were listening to CDs. Uh, Radical. Radical. <laughs> I know that's just like a term. But... Especially in 1995, no. No. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever said radical seriously as a thing. I'm sure in the 80s in California it happened. Well, those people... Surf culture was a thing. I want to pretend like it didn't. Uh, um, the landline, like picking up on yeah. one end and all that. And Super Soaker. Super Soaker. But I know they still make Super Soakers, but they're not the same. No, it's not like the trend like it was. And it's not like the traditional like white and green one. Yeah. Also, in the prologue, she referred to something as Oriental. She I did not. Did. I just 
She did. Oh, I, I just thought it was in bad taste. <laughs> Michelle was like, we're just not going to talk about that. Yeah, I don't think that's a dated reference. I think that's just in bad taste. Uh, I think it's a dated reference because people today do not say that. Oh, that is not true. Yeah, that's older, really? people, yeah. older people oh. say that. And then when you try to be like, yeah, that's, that's not, don't know. They're uh, like, I don't why? And you're like, oh, just don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was less dated, but I feel like we're getting later yeah. into it. So you know, yeah. it totally could have had beepers. This they should beepers. have had beepers. One hundred percent should have had beepers. Her aunt should have like that. Should have been a thing. She should have been like, "You can go on this, but if I beep you, yeah. you need to call me." Uh-huh. She should have said, "Beat me nine one one." Uh, anything else? No. No? No more counts? No. Tony, this one's barely a Fear Street book. I know. Yeah. This one was... It's a super chiller. My only theory was that D is a slayer. I love that theory. Um, I think we're gonna make that headcanon. Poor D. Like, she spent the whole book trying to warn Danielle when she should have been peacing out. Yeah. Like, you don't deserve that. No. She was the only character in this book that I was rooting for. I know, right? <laughs> Although she was super extra. She, like, hid in her closet. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you can't be doing that. No, she didn't want to use her words. Uh, but I agree. Dee uh, was the only one that yeah. I was like, come on, girl. There wasn't any reoccurring characters except maybe Shauna. I feel like we we'll have to, to look like, it up. think about yeah. that for future yeah, we'll have to look it up. Did you guys have theories? Not, I mean, I had theories about the book that changed as things happened. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really have any overarching, like, Fear Street theories other than they are now a werewolf band and they are also the most popular band in Shadyside. <laughs> I mean, it's just what happens after this. They play at Red Heat and, like, at the proms and stuff all the time. I don't understand why they thought Bad Moonlight was such a great name for a band, because I did not like it. No, it's no. such a bad name. What was the one that they said, and then, like, someone was like, yeah, that's not bad, and I thought they were going to name their band that, but oh, then they like, didn't. Oh, like, Deep End. I think yeah, that, that I, one was that, way better. That was better. Yes. I was like, oh, good, they found a name. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, just kidding. Bad Moonlight should have just been the song. It didn't need to yeah. be the band name. Yeah. But they... Were they going to continue to be a band after? Like, was that Kit's plan? What was Kit's plan? Or were they just going to, like, live in, like... Why was there a band? I I don't know, because it can't just be for Danielle, because he, he said... He was in it before. Yeah, yeah, he was in a band before. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. But he's not a musician, so maybe he just likes to be around music. Oh, he's a wannabe. He doesn't have any talent. <laughs> so he just, like... He just surrounds himself with people with talent. Maybe it's like the music stops. <laughs> you know, but for werewolves. Yeah, maybe it is. Okay, so the band from the Prom Queen that was going to play at the prom was called yeah. The Razors. I also a better band name. Yeah, but I don't think there's room enough in this town for two bands. So I disagree. Bad going to have to go. They can play in the woods, Fear Street Woods, like to the... You they know, play it all, out there. They play at all the raves. I mean, it's the 90s and there are woods. There has to be raves in there. Yeah. I oh, don't yeah. care if there are murderers and ghosts. There are oh, still yeah. raves murderers in there. Murderers and ghosts would make a rave even better. 
Agreed. Or work. I saw Freddy versus Jason. It totally made it better. Yeah. Uh, anyway. What are you guys rating it? I know Michelle's rating it something bad. Um, I don't know. Like, I know what I'm rating it. I just don't know what's, like, the thing. Oh. Um, yeah, I gotta think about. I always forget to come up. Like, I know my rating, but I forget to come up yeah. with, like, a funny <laughs> thing about what to rate it. It's gotten hard to do that, hasn't it? Like, it was a little easier bit. at the beginning. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just the books. These books. Um... I'm going to give it 1.5 out of 5 Coyote Ugly knockoffs. <laughs> Damn, Michelle. I know. This is um, going to be the biggest rating difference, I think, out of all of them. I mean, uh, it was so fucking confusing. Non-explained. Not even, like... You, you don't have to defend your rating. I'm not yelling I'm, at you. What? What is this? What is this book? Who picked this book? Cassie? Um, so I give this book. <laughs> yes. Just, yes, she did. Okay. <laughs> yes, I totally ignored your question. It's not as bad as Bad Dreams. Oh, yeah, never give it. Exactly. bad in it. Okay? No. Um, so I give it three and a half out of five hallucinations. Ew. Since that's what I did while reading. Or fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> They were hallucinations. Yeah. Uh, so before, like, it was super confusing. I'm, I'm giving it a three and a half because I did really like it. I'm really happy about the werewolves. But, um, and then, like, it would have been a four if it wasn't just so confusing and made me uncomfortable <laughs> throughout a lot of it. Um... I'm going to give it, I'm also giving it a three and a half. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half out of five werewolf slayers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I really love, I, I love the werewolves. I love the transformation. I loved, I don't know why, but I have this, like, this thing for, I always, I've always wanted, like, a band, a werewolf band. Like, I just want that to be a thing. I don't know why. Um, and it was in this, so I was excited. But and I don't care that it's confusing because all, none of his books make sense. So whatever. <laughs> I was just like, eh, fine. This makes no sense. Just go with it. But seriously, their bodies shook apart. <laughs> I wanted to read, like, I've been wanting us to read uh, Goodnight Kiss because, like, Cassie wanted the, like, supernatural. And I yeah. know that's, like, vampires. Now I don't want to read that. <laughs> oh, I read that one, like, not too long ago. Okay. How was it like this? It's not good. Okay. But it's, it's not good in a way that I think we could really make fun of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one was just like, I don't know what it was. I, I really I'm enjoyed trying. it, but I do, I don't think it should have been a Fear Street one. I, I really just don't think it had much to do with Fear Street. I'm also looking through to see if any other titles have the word bad in them. <laughs> okay, we're reading all of them. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're going to read those ones, like, way, way later. No, there's no more. Because I, I have a feeling that if the word's bad, then it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to live up to the title. Oh. All right. Um, 
I guess if that's it for the book, what else are you guys reading and watching and doing with your lives? <laughs> Anybody? Cassie always goes first. Wow. <laughs> okay. Way to put right. Cassie on the spot. Whatever. It's fine. Um, I am reading. So um, I haven't been reading a lot lately. I'm still like really can't get back on a, any sort of cycle. Um, hopefully that will change soon because I'm starting a new job in two weeks. As soon as this goes up, I will. Like when this goes up, I will have already started the new job. And I'm, it gives me more time to read, I'm thinking. I like uh, it. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see. Um, but lately, the books that I've been really, really enjoying are like science fiction stuff. Um, okay. I read Obsidio by Amy Coffin and Jake Kristoff, the final book in the Illuminate Chronicles, and it was amazing. Um, it was fantastic. That series is great. If you like audiobooks, I definitely recommend those audios. Uh, it's a full cast, sound effects. It like reads like a radio play or listens like a radio play. It's amazing. And it has some of my like favorite narrators in it. So it's really good. And the last book was amazing. Um, and then right now I'm like probably when we get off this call, but maybe tomorrow morning I'll finish it is the defy the world by claudia gray it's the second and final book in the defy the stars duology mm -hmm. um which is about this girl who's a soldier on a world that has uh, having war with earth because they, they're like the first planet that they colonized after Earth and the people who founded it don't like technology. And Earth has all these like androids and mechs, they call them, robots and stuff doing everything for them. And so the, the two main characters, one is this girl who's a soldier for the world that is... Um, at war with earth and then the other main character is a mech he's an android that's been created with a soul so there's a lot of like morality stuff um so it's really good i really like it it's like super science fiction-y i thought that was just like fantasy oh yeah no it's like hard sci-fi yeah. wow yeah I, yeah I don't know i just thought that was fantasy yeah Nope, it's sci-fi, but it's good. Is the other one, she, her other series sci-fi too? Oh! Thousands Pieces of You. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that pretty, one. pretty, that's also pretty hard sci-fi. I mean, not like, not, this one's more hard sci-fi because it's more spacey. Um, that one's about, like, the dimensional travel and the, like, um, yeah not not time travel or space travel but like traveling through like different universes yeah 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 the multiverse mm -hmm. um traveling through the multiverse also this is a trilogy and i thought it was a duology so this is the second book in the trilogy so you're gonna get a cliffhanger 
Probably. You weren't expecting. Probably. <laughs> Until just now. Yep. Oh. Well, that explains why there's like only I'm listening to this audiobook too because that's like that's basically all I do lately. Um, and I have less than an hour left, and just now they're supposed to have this big battle scene. So that explains why. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad we talked about it. Otherwise, you would have just been like, what? Yeah. Yes. I didn't get my, all my book. Yeah. What about you? Oh, I'm next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just finished uh, this book called uh, Disappearance at Devil's Rock by, ooh, Temblay. Paul Temblay? I want to say, I don't remember. I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm just going to say Paul Tremblay. I think that's his name. Oh, here. Here it is. Yeah, I'm right. Paul Tremblay. T-R-E-M-B-L-A-Y. I'm really sorry. Um, it's good. He writes horror, but his are more like, um, like you're never sure if, it was supernatural or oh, not at the like, end the, of it. I love, like, the supernatural, maybe, like, You might know. like these, especially this one, because this one is, um, definitely lends more towards that thriller end than, mm -hmm. uh, true horror. You might like this. It's about a, a teenage boy who goes missing, um, in the woods, and it's kind of, like, Yay. about what happened. So yeah. you might like that one. He also wrote uh, A Head Full of Ghosts, which I read last year, which is about a girl who gets possessed and, um, and dies. And it's all about, like, um, like, was she really possessed and, you know, mm -hmm. what really happened. So you might like that one, too. But you're not allowed to read any possession book until you read My Best Friend's Exorcism <laughs> because you have to read that book. Okay, I'm going to. Um, so I just finished that one, and I started a novella by Caitlin Kiernan, um, called Agents of Dreamland. It's like Lovecraft, Lovecraftian, and it's going to be super weird. I don't even know what, really what it's about. I just know it's going to be weird, so I'm excited. Am I allowed to read, like, uh, Ancient Evil Possessions? Yes, that's different. <laughs> okay. But also, you need to read My Best Friend's Exorcism, seriously. <laughs> um... I haven't been watching much, really. I did just watch the first episode of the new Lost in Space series. Um, that could be good. We'll see. Did you watch Roseanne? I watched yeah. the first episode. I thought it was really did funny. You, did you? Um, yeah, I thought it was really funny. I really liked it. I haven't watched any more yet. Um, did you, well, again, I haven't really The second episode been... aired the same day. Did I know, but I didn't know that, and uh, I only had time for one, and I just haven't been watching a lot of TV, so I haven't really gone back to anything. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought the first one was funny. I, I really liked it. What did you think? Oh, I liked Did it. you watch it? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. I thought it was good. Um, I watched the first two. I was going to ask you about it to see if you had seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, I am going to watch the second one. I just, it's, I've been busy. David's on this week, so... Are they divorced? Yeah, yeah. That makes me mad. Or they're, oh. I don't know if they're divorced or just split. Maybe they're separated and they're going to get back together. Yeah. Well, he comes over, so. It's David and Darlene forever, okay? Yeah. <laughs> forever. I forgot to talk about what I'm watching. What oh, are you watching? Yeah. I'm watching a shit ton of nature documentaries. <laughs> I know you keep snapping me pictures, not of the documentaries, but of you and your cat watching them. I know. <laughs> I have just 
been obsessed with nature documentaries lately. I started watching um, Planet Earth because people were talking about it at work. And I just got like totally engrossed. And it's a really great thing to watch when you're doing other things because you don't have to, it doesn't pull focus. So I can watch it when I'm like writing blog posts or reading or doing other things. So I've, I've been obsessed. I watched one about owls yesterday and I love owls. It was great. Very cool. Um, yeah, so I haven't been watching a lot of TV, but I'm going to plug something here for a second. I have, I got involved in um, this fundraising charity called Extra Life. They raise funds for the Children's Miracle Network, which Children's Hospital Pittsburgh is part of. And basically you get to play video games to raise money, which is pretty much the best thing I've ever heard. Not just video games, but like any kind of games, like board games, video games, RPGs, anything that you play. Um, And they have a big fundraiser on November 3rd where everybody like, where you tell people you're dedicating the day to playing games and to donate money. Um, So I'm really excited about that. I'm actually doing it at work as well. I'm like um, putting together events and teams to get people at work involved. So I've been doing, I've been working on that a lot. If you're interested, extralife.org. Sorry, that's my little plug for my new charity. Cool. I feel like I'm the only one that plugs things. You guys should plug things. (laughs) I've plugged my blog before. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should plug your blogs more because both Cassie and Michelle have really awesome book blogs. Word. They're all right, I guess. (laughs) Mine is. Oh. All right, Michelle, what are you doing Uh, lately? I'm reading a book called Losing Leah by Tiffany King. It's like a... She don't sound thrilled. I don't know. It's it's just like one of those books where like halfway through, it becomes a different book. Like there's a big twist. Uh, But it doesn't wait till the end to give you the twist. It gives it to you right in the middle. So it's like, not only do I have this big twist, which was fine and everything, but now I'm like... How, you can't review it because, like, everything's a spoiler after right. halfway, you know? And it's, ugh, it's such a dark murder. I'm but, sorry. I hate that. I know. It's like, you know, reading, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, it's like, well, it's kind of like, you know, We Were Liars. Did you read that, Cassie? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you review that? Even though they don't give you the twist till the end, it's like, yeah, you can't review that. I can review it. Very quickly, right here. <laughs> it will destroy you. Done. <laughs> because you're a robot. Okay. Yeah, I am. Um, it also didn't destroy me because really, from the very beginning, I knew exactly what yeah, had it happened. Yeah, it's too many times on me. I did yeah. not know what happened, and even if I had known, I think it would have destroyed me because everything she writes makes like just murders me. It just rips out my heart and throws it on the ground and stomps all over it. It's not Frankie. Frankie went. No, the, but I love Frankie in a totally different way that yeah, destroyed like me. Yeah, a kick-ass way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I like it as a book, but yeah, as a reviewer, I don't really like those kind of things because it's like, now Hard. when I go to talk about it, I'm going to be like, oh, there's this thing that happened and like, I can't say anything else, so. Yeah. That does sound hard. Yeah. So watching, um, I don't think I talked about Everything Sucks last time, did I? Only in text. Text. So, <laughs> so I have like 
I watched it like right after I think we recorded the last episode. So I yeah, I think I had watched it last. Yeah, week. I think you had. Okay, so I watched it, and I had this like very very terrible day, like last week or the week before, where in the exact same day, I found I woke up to a tweet from one of my friends telling me that polyvore is like no longer a thing, uh. and then my whole blog was effed up because I used that and I embedded everything so like oh no yeah so it was all gone and they didn't give you any warning to like save any of your shit so I had to like request like a backup or whatever and I was very skeptical as whether they're gonna send it or not but they did send it oh thank god fix everything it's gonna be forever because I have like 60 sets wait they sent it yeah they sent it they sent pictures of everything but I was very skeptical it wasn't gonna happen and then, and the exact same day as that happened, like later on in that same day, I found out that Everything Sucks is not getting renewed. Oh. And I was like, this, like, worst day ever. Why would they not renew that show? It is, like, the most endearing, cutest, finest, adorablest show. Like, fuck you, Netflix. And if Michelle thinks it's endearing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Netflix, I don't know where that Netflix is. is on my shit list. They renew everything. And it's like, and, ne- and because it was a Netflix show, I can't even like count on Netflix to save it. Like, you know, oh. other shows get saved by Netflix. I can't even do that. But anyway, it's an adorable show about the 90s and everyone should watch it, even though, meh. <laughs> I'm so mad at Netflix for canceling the get down though. So like, I, I feel you because that show was great and definitely deserved more, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess this show's just gonna have to go down with, like, my so-called life and freaks and geeks. Yes! Oh, my God! It's so fitting, though! No, it is. In, like, yeah. It is. A really poetic way. It's kind of nice. In a tragic, tragic way, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, other than that and Roseanne, I haven't really been watching anything besides hockey. Um... We have anything else? Uh, next book is the Summer of the Saga, right? Summer yeah. of the Saga. So we've decided that we're going to hold a little event this summer, um, where we are going to read the entire Fear Street saga. Starts with Betrayal, and then in June, and then in July we'll read The Secret, and in August we'll read The Burning, and we will finally find out. What started it all? Um, <laughs> we'll find out about the burned out mansion. Yeah, and the ancient evil. This yeah. this might be a spoiler, but I feel like we're gonna find out about the burned out mansion and the burning. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what would lead you to think that. I mean, it's just a guess. Um, so join us this summer. Do you think in the secret we're gonna find out a secret? <laughs> no. No. There's going to be no secrets in the secret. And no betrayal in the betrayal. No betrayals in the betrayal? I think the betrayal happens in the secret. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm just also really excited for that awesome amulet. Yeah. Yeah. I I want one. (laughs) I want one that doesn't have anything cursed about it. (laughs) Sorry. It only comes as cursed. You can't get an uncursed amulet. Like, why would you want that? But also, um, it's historical. Yes. 
So Cassie which will we, be in her element. Yeah, which we were like so pumped for. So we were asking for other historicals. So pumped. Yes, I still want other historicals. Yeah. Like <laughs> post Fear Street Saga, right. but pre Fear Street series. Right, but yeah. Bob doesn't like our suggestions for whatever reason. <laughs> Bob doesn't. Bob, we're giving gold suggestions. here. Yes. Gold. Gold. Like write characters, like old characters in as parents. Yeah. He said no. He said no, and he like laughed about it like it was a ridiculous idea. I did not appreciate the answer. Like good, that was a really good idea because new fans won't know anyway, and then old fans will and be appreciative of it. Agreed. Does he, does he not know that's what's happening in like everything today? Hello, Roseanne reboot. I know, right? Fuller House. Ready Player One is like a whole movie devoted to that. <laughs> exactly. True. We are all about the nostalgia, Bob. Right. Yeah. So, come on, dude. Teenagers don't read your books, Bob. It's 30-year-olds. Right. And we miss being teenagers. Let us relive it. Yeah. yeah. But the historical stuff is gold. Like, it's just as good an idea. Yeah. No, I the, completely agree. As the bringing the characters back. I really, really want to read about like fear street in the 60s yeah yeah so much you would think he would like it he's like all about that 60s language calling people radical do you think there, do you think there was a speakeasy on fear street yeah, in the, the 20s abandoned abandoned. oh my god except back then it would have just been a mill, mill but maybe like in the basement of the mill oh yeah totally yeah <sighs> wait maybe- do they talk about the mill in the saga at all I don't know. We'll have to find out. Well, the saga's old. I don't know if the mill is even there. There were mills in the 18th century, 19th century. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So look forward to our summer of saga. And remember to... Tweet us, follow us on. We really just have Twitter, don't we? We can barely keep up with that, let's be honest. <laughs> True. Uh, take a look at our blog, email us. We will take your fanfic, your suggestions, your undying loyalty, whatever you want to send us. <laughs> um, rate us. Rate and review yeah. us wherever you listen to us. Where do you listen to us? Seriously, like tweet us and tell us what podcast apps you use i'm curious i want to know yeah Yeah. um and i guess we'll see you next time right Mm -hmm. and remember you have been warned come to fear street and you're dead Mm -hmm.